the land flipping we teach is very basic because that's that's how we know you're going to get your financial freedom very quick, yep. right? Buying and selling land. Buy it for 40%, sell it for 95%. Buy it quick, sell it quick. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Podcast, where we help you unlock your potential freedom through land investing, real estate investing, and entrepreneurship. Hey everyone, this is episode 159 of the Real Estate Investing Podcast, discussing ways to make six figures on a single land deal. I'm your host, Daniel Apke, joined by my brother and business partner, Ron Apke. Before we get into the show, let's go over a question from one of our featured Discord members. Today's question is from Brad. Brad asked, it's been a while, but I have a question about 122 acres a family owns. I got it off the mailer. It's five cousins and they want to sell. I kind of need some guidance on how to go about five people being involved in this process. Anyone have Has anyone ever had this happen? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of land in this country that a lot of people own together with five, seven, eight, seven, whatever it is. Cousins might be a little more difficult to navigate. But what I've seen is there's typically one point of contact, Dan, who kind of will navigate and help you with the main part of the process and everything, everyone else kind of gets on board. So you're probably negotiating with one person. Um, and then once you do come up with an agreement with that person, you just got to let them know, like, I need all these people to sign, whether it's one agreement and they live close together and they can all sign one agreement, or you just get their emails and you send it over a hello sign or a DocuSign, whatever those are called, um, and get them all to sign via that. Like the process doesn't change much. You're just going to need five people to, uh, be on board. Like you cannot, one person not being on board is not an option. Um, like the deal won't happen. You need to have them all on board. doesn't necessarily mean you have to have communication with them, but you just got to make it clear to that uh, point of contact. Sometimes a point of contacts will kind of like try to act like everyone's on board and you got to just let them know, like, I need everyone's signature before we can even get started in the process and uh, go from there. Once you get the signatures though, it's a pretty normal deal. Yeah. And that's one thing you want to be upfront about is making sure they know that everyone needs to be on board. Because like Ron said, sometimes they'll talk and say things and it's not actually true. So letting it, letting them know upfront, I will need all five signatures with whatever number we agree on. That's kind of how it starts. Because like Ron said, it's a deal, deal killer if one doesn't agree. Yeah. But other than that, Ron, let's get into today's show. Ways to make six figures on a land deal. I want to start by saying, Ron, we had a member in the community whose name I'm not going to announce just bought a property for $625,000. I think that's the biggest of the year, Ron. $625,000, one property listed for $1.2 or $1.3 million in a really good county, in a really hot area. That's why I wanted to talk about this. That gives people, I don't want to say this, but keep in mind this member, Ron, was eight months in, 10 yep. months in, maybe. I'm yep. not even sure how long she's been in the program, Ron, but... $625,000. That's why I really like this episode because these bigger deals are very possible. And the best thing about it, Ron, what's the best thing about it? She didn't pay for a dime of it. She didn't pay for a dime of it. She used another deal funder's money. So utilizing, uh, leveraging the deal funding community and going after these bigger deals is what she did. And she negotiated. She sent first, she sent this for her offer didn't say $625,000, Ron. She sent this for one property. And I think they combined all these properties around the same area and came up with an offer that worked out. That's, I mean, it, it's so cool to see that because, um, I mean, that that's a ton of money, obviously. And she's going to make for $500,000 without putting any money into the deal. 
um, all she did was send an offer, negotiate with seller and attack kind of attack the deal and make it happen. Like you said, she hasn't been in this business a long time. And she all of a sudden is responsible for marketing or she I'm sure she's got a realtor at this size, but she has a 600,000 $1.3 million piece of land. Um, and she's going to net on one deal for $500,000. And that's what's kind of pushed me to uh, pushing this episode, I guess, is because so many people think it's an impossible thing. And someone doing that with nothing, with zero of their own dollars is incredible. And they're going to make 400. We're not talking about six figures. This is mid six figures she's going to make on a single deal. It's a seven figure deal that she bought for six figures, Ron. I mean, one, $1.2 million, a seven figure deal. So that's really, really cool. And it's possible. And she really like she, she had her relationships lined up. She felt confident and the amount of value that you bring to that end person, giving them a $625,000 of cash in a few weeks, Ron, like that's an incredible value. Like if you can figure out ways to negotiate at that level, Ron, and get people on the phone, like that is so, so much value that she's bringing this person. I mean, that's 620. That's a lot of cash being exchanged in a lot of directions, Ron. But let's mm -hmm. talk about ways to make six figures, Ron, on a single land deal, like the title of this episode. I have three different, I have three different ways to do that, Ron. The first way is like we're talking about buying for 100, selling for 200, buying for 600, selling for 1.2, you know, making six figures on one land deal, up your numbers a little bit. So you have those, those margins to make six figures, Ron. And these are, these are cash deals where you, like Daniel said, you have a funding partner if that's a situation or if you have the capital, obviously that's great as well. But I love these deals for uh, newer people who are getting deal funding, getting a $200,000 deal that's worth $400,000 and they're making $150,000 themselves. Um, and like I said, that's all possible. Obviously, for you to buy a $600,000 deal that's worth $1.2 or a $100,000 deal that's worth $250,000, you're not going to be able to scroll on Zillow and find these deals, Dan. That's what I want to be very clear at. Like, it is not, these deals are not sitting on Zillow, period. Um, where they are is people are trying to liquidate assets right now. Um, there are people who need money in this country, and when they get offers via mail, via texting, whatever it is, via cold calling, they are very intrigued with these multiple six-figure offers that we're giving them. And these deals are sometimes easier to close. Like you got to build that trust with them, Dan, but there is so much incentive in someone selling a 200, getting $200,000 cash on a property that they might've inherited. Um, and then we can sell it for 400, whatever the numbers look like. Real quick, guys, you know that I don't run any ads on this, so the only ask I can ever have with you guys is to help me spread the word so that we can help more real estate entrepreneurs make more money, help feed their families, and help achieve more freedom in their life. The only way we can do this is if you could rate, review, and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is if you could just leave a review, it would take only 10 seconds. It would mean the world to Ron and I, but more importantly, it may change the world of someone else. Yeah, Absolutely. The next one, Ron, I want to talk about is project-based. So adding value to the property. So putting in money, putting in your time to the property to get an exponential amount in the end. Putting in, you know, maybe you buy a property for $100,000. Put in twenty grand, you get a nice road going to the property, clear it out. Get a nice road, dirt road going to the property, clear out a little spot there. Maybe put in a septic, put in a well, and really get it ready for someone to move in and put a structure on Ron. Those type of improvements are ways to really add digits to your, your property, Ron. 
subdividing, taking 50 acres, making five, 10 acre properties. Talk about making six figures the easiest way. That's one of the easiest way, buying a big parcel that makes sense to split up and subdividing it. It takes time. You got to get a survey. It takes money and you get an exponential amount at the end because you're putting in, you're adding this value, you're putting in the resources in the right direction. And that's what matters, Ron. You got to put them in the right direction. A lot of improvements won't add digits to your, your end numbers, Ron. They won't add percentages, but you do the certain things around like subdividing, clearing out some access, maybe putting in well and septic when it makes sense. Certain things can make the difference. Yeah. And, uh, for sub, like there are so many value adds that you can do on a piece of land and we can't talk about all of them on this episode, obviously. Um, but that being said, like if you're subdividing, for example, like you still want to buy it at a discount. Like that's very important. Like, yeah, you can still make, you can buy, maybe you buy 50 acres. Like Daniel said, you buy it for a hundred thousand dollars. Maybe you sell it as is for 150, but if you subdivide that in the five, 10 acre parcels, you can sell it for 250. You put $10,000 into a survey, you profit $140,000. Those are what those numbers look like constantly with subdividing them. And we're talking about minor subdivisions, not a subdivision where you have a hundred one acre lots, but with those minor subdivisions, 10, 50 acres and the 10, five acre lots, if you're buying at 60 to 70% of market value, you can make a lot of money. Um, and I, I see, I think that's the spot to be. If you're subdividing, you can easily, there's so much money to be made in that. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. And the hardest part about subdividing Ron is the time I think for people, because it does take time to get a survey and it's not about really the money. It's more about the time because you can have that listed and sell it and turn your money fairly quick. Just selling that 50 acres as is, or you can subdivide it off and sell it over the next eight months kind of slowly. Cause that's how it is. You're going to list them. You're going to sell one, sell two, sell three, sell four. You're not going to sell them all in one day. Typically Ron, when you split them up like that, they kind of come and go. The first buyer comes, picks his lot that he wants. Second buyer comes, pick his lot that he wants. And it takes a while to kind of strip them all off. And it extends the life cycle rather than just buying it, flipping it and making $60,000 instead of $150,000 or whatever your numbers are on. But once you can get over that and understand the value and understand the process and the sustainability, I think there's so much opportunity in subdividing around. For sure. And project base in general, like it's a niche. Land in general is a niche. If you can get really good at uh, and get good context that can do work for you um, and be reliable, like project-based things in land are going to be here forever. There's so, so much value and so much money to be made in it. Um, but what uh, what's our last, I think you said three, what's our last one, Dan? Holding long-term. So buying a parcel for a really good number. And this isn't really a business model. This is more a long-term personal wealth strategy. It could be a business model, I guess. But this is more like a long-term strategy to just up your net worth, Ron. Holding long-term, buying a property for 100, holding it until it reaches 200, and selling it off. Maybe it takes five years. Maybe it takes two years. Maybe it takes 50 years. Just depends the area and the appreciation. Yeah, and the cool thing with this, Dan, is like you buy 50 acres right now, and I, it doesn't matter what area. You buy 50 acres that maybe you get a deal. Maybe you buy it off the of MOS. You, you, it's worth, uh, it's listed for 120. You have 100 grand in cash. You can buy it for 100, but it really is worth 120, but you get it for 100. Um, you keep it for 10 years. It might be worth 200, 220 in 10 years. Um, but you also, Daniel, if that place grew, all that stuff, you still have that subdividing option 10 years from now. Then that hundred thousand dollars you initially put in, it might be worth four hundred grand. Like that's a very realistic thing. Um, so it's almost like combining two strategies. But if you hold land long enough, it is a 
pretty straight trajectory up long term if you hold land. Um, there will be dips and valleys, obviously, but long term land values are going to always go up. Especially in the right areas and with desirable land, always buy really good land when you're holding long term. You want to make sure it's an A plus property, to be honest. You don't want to defect the land you're holding long term or anything yeah. like that. But yeah, I mean, I'm even thinking around it holding long term, like, okay, you buy a 50 acre parcel, it's a lot of road frontage for a good price. Maybe you split off five, five acres right yeah. off the bat, recap a lot of your initial investment because you bought it at the right price, Ron. Or maybe you, you know, cut off five or 10 acres, really get most of your money out and then hold the 40 acres, Ron. I think that's also an option to hold land really with barely money in the game, if any. For sure. I mean, I think with we bought forty acres for a hundred grand, and uh, it, it was worth more than a hundred grand when we bought it for a long term hold. We could sell ten acres of it and keep thirty and break even and probably make some money back. Uh, so yeah, I mean, doing that, I love that option. You still, you obviously have to get a deal up front, um, but uh, you need a survey. Exactly, need a survey. Need to spend a little bit of money, um, but. At the end of the day, then there's just so many different ways. Like we can't list the amount of ways to make money in land because there are so many. There's so many ways we haven't tried. All these episodes, whenever we do them, like really get me thinking. Like, oh crap, we could be doing that too. Um, but you don't want to get too sidetracked. I don't suggest new land flippers to come in and hold land long term or to start projects. Even even just focus on learning about land. Like that's what I fo- that's what I push people to do. Exactly, and there's so many like Ron's saying, just different niches and distractions that you can fall in, especially early on. The main thing is, Ron, learn how to buy and learn how to sell land. Those are the two things that drive income. Once you learn how to do that very, very well, start looking at other niches, repurposing, rezoning, infill lots, commercial lots, hunting property, whatever it is. There's so, like, land is such a broad term. There are eight and a half, 8.5, I think the number is, times as many houses at their 8.5 vacant lots run vacant parcels with nothing on them compared to houses there's 8.5 times the amount of vacant lots than there are lots with houses and we're still at infant stages in this and the fact that people think it's competitive now like we're it's way 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 less competitive than houses run and there's 8.5 times more the inventory that's crazy yeah i mean yeah i mean that just that says it all dan honestly the opportunity in land um, and there's so few experts in land um, that there just are. That's just reality of it. Become an expert in land. And that alone is going to make you half a million, a million dollars a, uh, a year. Yeah. And there's some ultra, ultra, ultra profitable land niches around that you can just crush it, crush yeah. it. Even I mean, if we didn't talk in, about like, entitlements, development, like real suburbs, all that stuff. If you know how to do that is those are seven figure deals that you can make easily. Those are seven and eight figure deals. Yeah. Like those are massive, massive, but they're specialist. And one deal might take 24 months. Like it's highly, highly specialized. It's a long cycle. It's high, high risk a lot of times, but that one or two deals that make it happen, you're getting eight, seven, eight figure paydays. Literally (laughs) like that is a way to really, you start, like you start getting hired from these corporations that are trying to expand their businesses and have their need a very specific type of land. I know someone who does this. They need, they work for like a university who needs more land around the area. They go around, negotiate with the county, negotiate with the potential seller and try to come up with a deal to eventually repurpose that land. Boom, they get the residential land, create it, 
turn it into a commercial land for the university, do some of the prepping and then sell it to the university for eight figure paydays. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> there that we could talk about this all day. There's so many different things. That's a, that's a cool niche that like Daniel said, the life cycle of a deal is 20 times what we have with land traditional land flipping. But, uh, that's really cool. Well, like say, making seven figures, unreal eight figures. Our, our, the land flipping we teach is very basic because that's, that's how we know you're going to get your financial freedom very quick, yep. right? Buying and selling land, buy it for 40%, sell it for 95%, buy it quick, sell it quick, right? With cash using deal funding, that's going to make you a million dollars fairly quickly. If you do it right, that's going to make you 500,000, whatever you want to reach, $300,000 profit pretty quickly, get you out of your job, get the freedom you're looking for. Wow. Now I have this capital and everything. What direction do I want to go in? Do I want to scale my business doing the same thing? Do I want to focus on a market, go into these different niches? Once you get out of your job, you have that financial freedom, then you can take off wherever. And that's why we teach the way we teach around. We want to be able to make sure that, you know, Joe and Lisa joining the group or Joe and Smith joining the group. We want to make sure we want to find them the easiest way to get their financial, their freedom as quick as possible. And that's why, that's why we teach and have this program the way we have it laid out. It's very Absolutely. effective for that. Yeah, for sure. And it's the, it's the easiest, it's the easiest way out that I've seen in terms of out of your nine to five, get some freedom. Uh, it's a, it's a work, it's a work. There's a lot of work behind it, a lot of education behind it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, hundred percent agree. I mean, you did it. You were able to quit your NCAA basketball job and really just focus completely on this without going into nine to five. So that just shows that it's, it's really is possible guys. I don't have too much to add, Ron. Do you have anything you want to add? No, really good episode. Uh, yeah. I mean, just kind of expanding your it's just a mindset thing, Dan, like people, people want to buy these $2,000 piece of land, like stay away from that. Uh, let's have a minimum buying of $10,000, whatever it is. Um, and then start attacking these six figure deals. Like it is not unrealistic, no matter where you are in land flipping or in your career with land flipping it does not, not matter where you are. Like you can get one of those deals this year, no doubt about it. Thank you for joining. If you guys have not, please leave us a review on Apple podcast. It really helps our business grow and we really, really appreciate it. But other than that, guys, thank you for joining and we'll see you next episode. Thanks, guys.